1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet, where myself, Dan Selke of WinnerisComing.net, and Mia Johnson of FanCenter.com talk all things Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, Fire and Blood, Star Wars, Lovecraft Country, um, Lord of the Rings, Will of Time, etc., and so forth for your viewing pleasure. We are available as a preamble on iTunes. We can play wherever podcasts are sold. So if you like what we do here today and you feel like um, shouting some praise, feel free to go to iTunes and give us uh, four, five, six stars. Now, what's the next number of stars, Mia?
0: Is it five? I think you know it's know what five. The, the sky's the limit. Let's let's say that.
1: Yes, if <laughs> you can. If you're a longtime viewer, and I know some of you are. Hey, Julie. Um, hello, Samantha. Hey, Miss Acorsi. Hey Liz, thanks for joining us. Hey, hey Diana. Um, if you're wondering what's going on behind me, it's because usually I am in my um, room in my house. I am in my closet today because we are doing a little experiment to see if we can get a better sound quality. So that's why uh, behind me is my dresser with my clothes in it. And we're gonna see if this works. I'm on the floor in my closet, it gonna be fun. Hey Chase, hey Kenny. And beyond that, I have to just get right into it. Because yes. Mia, as all, hey Terry. Um, as always, actually not as always, today there was some big news coming out about Game of Thrones, about the Game of Thrones spin-off show, House of the Dragon, and it is our sworn duty as experts on all things fantasy, sword, sorcery, dragons, to bring it to you in all the detail we possibly can. Mia, are you ready to get into this?
0: Ooh, there's a lot. I think I'm, you know what? I've got my water. I've got my lunch. I can handle this. So let's go through it. <laughs> you got your lunch? <laughs> I, I ate. I'm all energetic. Let's do gotcha. it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, the big
1: news today that came out just early today is that HBO has put out a casting call for a character from House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon being the prequel show that's going to cover the Dance of the Dragons, which is this big Targaryen civil war that we've talked about in the show a couple of times you know, things are ramping up. They're, they're getting yeah. closer to the filming date. It makes sense. They do more. And the casting call today, which may not be 100,000% real, but I'm just gonna talk about it like it is. It comes from a place um, called, I think like the, the illuminerdy I believe. But oh, you yeah. know what? Yeah. It's, it's real enough for me because Daemon Targaryen, even if this isn't real, he is a character who is crucial and they're going to have the cast funeral later. And we did reach out to HBO for comment. I love saying that. And yeah. uh, I hope you hear back. Anyway, let me read the casting call that HBO supposedly sent out for uh, Damon Prince Damon Targaryen. The younger brother to King Viserys, Damon wasn't born with naked ambition for the throne, despite being in line for it. He's less methodical and more impetuous, not to mention easily bored stumbling from one distraction to the next with a subconscious yet singular obsession with earning the love and acceptance of his brother the king most of Damon's joy is found at the sword point but even as the most experienced warrior of his time he vacillates between vile and heroic making him the true rogue of the series so if you want to like put it in kind of game of thrones he uh terms sort of like the jamie lannister of house of the dragon a little bit
0: yeah sounds
1: and uh, Terry, uh, thank you. Not too squishy, I hope. Uh, I'm, I'm, or Julie. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of cramped, but I'm trying to get used to it. And we're gonna see yeah. how it goes together.
0: Yeah, you like Harry um, Potter under the stairs.
1: I. I feel like Harry Potter <laughs> under the stairs. Yes, I do. And you know what? If this is what he had, he had it pretty sweet. I don't know why he's complaining so much. Um, Daemon Targaryen is a juicy character and again he is crucial to this story like even if this casting is fake and i don't think it is like they're definitely casting him because he's like one of the key turns. like i think last time we discussed this we talked about um rhaenyra targaryen and Alison hightower who are kind of the two women who are at the center of this yeah
0: fighting for power yeah
1: so the um if if with your permission i can go over kind of daemon targaryen's role in this whole thing uh and try to be not exorbitantly boringly <laughs> lengthy about it
0: i think yes please i think our audience would want to hear it and i feel right, a little bit smarter it. in the game of thrones uh, every time you tell me something
1: let's go okay so daemon targaryen he is the younger brother of the king of king viserys one targaryen you know like the description said, he's a bit of a hothead. He likes to fight. He likes the ladies. He likes to um, live on the wild side of life a bit more than his more methodical kind of chillax, sensible brother. Um, he does a lot of stuff in his life. He is the commander of the gold cloaks, like the city watch. He kind of runs the, the police force. He's known to be pretty brutal about it. He makes connections with some of the kind of a seedier folk in the city. Um, He goes on to conquer a chain of islands off the coast of Westeros and just declare himself king of them. Just says, I'm king now. (laughs) I'm king of this place. He makes enemies everywhere, like the people who kind of live in the mountains hate him. The hand of the king hates him for being too powerful. He's married three times. First two wives die, childbirth, and one off a horse, I believe, until eventually, in grand Targaryen tradition, he marries his niece, uh Rhaenyra Targaryen yeah I'm sorry it's a Game of Thrones <laughs> it's, show it's in- is is gonna be a part of it um he marries his niece Rhaenyra Targaryen who is as I said last time like maybe like the main character of this story like she's the one who is in line for the Iron Throne and really wants to fight for it against her cousin her half cousin Aegon II Targaryen okay. who is the son of of her stepmother, Alison Hightower. Just get used to it now, it's going to be worse. <laughs> yeah. um, and they're in that conflict. So obviously when the war starts, he's on his wife's side. He is on his his wife niece. He's on his wife niece's side trying to fight to get her the Iron Throne. And he does it all. Like he takes Harrenhal, he like hires some folk, I'm not going to spoil too much, to try and murder the king's son. And he's involved in a pretty epic battle above a a famous lake in Westeros. Like he's on dragon, his nephew's on dragon back. They're fighting in the air. He like leaps from one dragon to the other and tries to like stab the guy with his Valyrian steel sword. It's a whole production. It's a whole thing. He's too much. He's everywhere. He doesn't stop. He is the king of drama. It follows him wherever he goes. He is a larger than life sort of... um, wild child of a character Mm. um that description is interesting it 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 it, it says that he wants to like get the love of his older brother which is interesting because i don't really remember that from fire and blood the book that much easily bored that's it he loves Mm -hmm. sword point that's it i mean this uh vacillates between vile and heroic he's known for that Like, this is going to be interesting because, as we said last time, and I think that you don't really like these, and I I understand where you're coming from. Like, the problem with the Dance of the Dragon story is that it's a story where, like, no one's really coming out of it looking great. Like, it's Mm -hmm. kind of one of those everyone's an asshole stories. (laughs) And Damon will definitely do things that put him in that camp. He'll do some good things, too. Yeah. Um it's it's like all gray characters from the top down.
0: You know what though? I was like, yeah, that is kind of weird, but it reminds me very specifically of Breaking Bad. And I got okay. pretty deep into Breaking Bad. Uh and they have a really really rich set of characters. Have you watched that? Yes. Oh yeah, That's okay, Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah. What what resonated with me in Breaking Bad was that everyone seemed kind of like a hero Walter White, Jesse. Well, you know, they, they're selling drugs, so maybe they're not the best people. But then you've yeah. got his wife, the wife's friend, his her husband. Mm-hmm. Those all seem like nice people until so you start digging in and seeing what they're doing, like having affairs or I'm drawing a blank now, but digging into some really dirty stuff. So it's kind of like everyone, every single character on that show had their own vice or had the you know, that one thing that made them not a saint anymore, pretty much. Oh, yeah. So that's what this is Kind of looking like maybe maybe these people a little bit worse than the Breaking back characters. I don't. Know I think they do so. That. They they
1: certainly. um I mean, like when you're a royal, like your your bad decisions tend to hurt more people just yeah. because it's yeah. like everyone's <laughs> under you. Um, I mean, like it's it's the kind of story framing where it's you have all this power and no one's a good person, which is probably true to life, but it it's it, 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 it's it, it's Kind of looking at the story as in not about like good people or bad people, but more about like people who are on different sides of conflicts and who are <laughs> using their power differently, and like good and bad are sort of beside the point. It's a very postmodern way of thinking about morality, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, it it's definitely a way that Game of Thrones and Dance of the Dragons embraces more than say like Star Wars, where there's like you know you got your good guys, you got your bad guys. A Song of Ice and Fire is, is, is not like that. It's, they're mm. they're, they're kind of more merged, and they always have been. And I, I mean, that's what the story is. So I, I just hope that the showrunners don't. I mean, I hope they don't try to make it like a good versus evil thing, because it's not. It, it's. The yeah. Dance of the Dragons is even less good versus evil than Game of Thrones was. <laughs> like, at least there you had the zombies who were unquestionably bad. Exactly. Like, here it's just all people fighting people. And um, I hope they can pull it off. As Julie says, um, I hope if they show that fight, it's visible, the dragon fight, <laughs> which I do too. <laughs> you know what? We never actually had like a clear dragon fight on Game of Thrones that like wasn't in the deep, dark darkness that we could actually see really Ooh. well.
0: That would be interesting. I hope they can pull up the budget. It sounds like a huge, big budget thing, which <laughs> I mean, I seen yeah. like the behind the scenes stuff with the green screen, you get all that. They could try to pull it off. It's just going to, you know. Oh, on, they'll off.
1: have to. I mean, <laughs> that fight is like season like four of the show. Yeah. It's it's pretty deep in. But yeah, it's pretty intense. G also says, I'm sure we'll find a hero. I don't know, Julie. People in this story, they 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 got their issues. But um, I'm definitely curious to find out if they can do it. So it's exciting. House the Dragon <laughs> casting up. I'm looking forward to that. They say that they're aiming to shoot for like next year um again it's always hard to to be sure of anything now yeah, with uh, a yeah. covid world but that sounds about right to me
0: it does yeah soon soon soon
1: okay so that is basically daemon targaryen anybody in the audience have any questions about daemon targaryen or house of the dragon or dance of the dragons mia do you have any questions about any of this stuff
0: gosh do well, i have any questions so based off of this casting what's kind of Weird to say, like, do you think there'll be a protagonist or like one central? Do you think it's still going to be the two, uh, the women? I mean, they're be the center of it. Like,
1: Damon is a big one, too. I would hope it would be more like Game of Thrones was for most of its run, where like Game of Thrones is one of the few series where I, like, for a lot of it, I honestly said, like, a lot of these characters, like, it, it didn't really choose one protagonist. Yeah. Like, towards mm-hmm. the end, Jon Stone, Daenerys kind of, like, bubbled up. But for a while, like, you could say Arya was, the, like, the lead character, or Sansa, or Jon, or Tyrion, or yeah. Daenerys, or Jamie, or even Cersei. Like, they all kind of had their thing. I like that about it a lot. And, I mean, that's the kind of story that George R. R. Martin likes to write. So I hope it's more like that, where we don't really have a one hero kind of thing we just have yeah. different people doing their thing and like i i love the idea of sympathizing with two people who are on <laughs> opposite sides of a conflict and really
0: yeah.
1: like yeah I, I i i wish we had more of that and if this show is done well that could be what we're in for I0% well
0: that'll be interesting
1: it will another little uh oh as Anna says, beyond excited. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty excited, too. Like, again, this is the story you do for a prequel. Like, of all, of all the options. Love them all for different reasons. Yeah, I yeah. can see that, too. And as he says, I'm sorry, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. Um, exactly. Next year's right around the corner. It is. God, it's so bizarre that it's getting so close up. So much of the year has passed in COVID world, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, well, thank goodness. Or- Let's get it over with
1: or on stage four lockdown, it sucks. Oh, it, Julie, that's not off topic. Why do you think I'm in my closet doing this show? I wouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah. it for COVID lockdown. COVID stories are relevant to absolutely everything right now. Much. <laughs> right. much. some other quick, uh, song advice and fire news. Oh, speaking of all this, like so this show's gonna be based mainly on fire and blow, which is this fake history book, he calls it, that George R. R. Martin wrote about this epoch in Game of Thrones history. Right. Um, it came out in paperback, so if you want to read Fire and Blood before House of the Dragon debuts, now would be a good time. Go some paperback. Who's love a good paperback? Hardcover? I don't think so. Thirty dollars for a book? No, ma'am.
0: No, no, no.
1: Paperback, cheaper, easier. Get it. Read it on the beach. If you can, don't go to a beach if there are other people there. But otherwise, feel free on your <laughs> porch in like a hairnet. Um, and George R. R. Martin also like you know. Oh, uh, thank you. High key. Thank you. I will, I will I'll remember that. George R. Martin also said, like, uh, another of his many posts where he's like, you know, I'm I'm working on of Winter, and I'm up in my mountain hold fast, and I'm working on it all the time. And I would say more about it if it wasn't kind of the same thing we've heard a bunch of times right yeah. now. Good for you, George R. Martin. Hope you work well. Hope you write the book. Keep at it.
0: Sending him good wishes. Sending maybe exactly. if we all sent him powerful thoughts, we use the power of thought to get him to finish the book and encourage him and praise him. <laughs> maybe I mean like, that'll work.
1: I feel weird because whenever he makes an update, I feel like obliged to talk about it, but they're all kind of uh-huh. the same. But yeah. I'll say it again. I do like the fact that he's making them. Because like for a long time, he just didn't say anything. And I think now that the show's over, he's like he's clearly more comfortable talking about it, which I think mm-hmm. means he's actually doing stuff like because you know he's in a good mood because he's writing about it yeah but i mean until we have more details i don't know if we can really talk much like have more new insights into it
0: yeah here's the update i'm still writing thanks for coming guys (laughs) thanks for coming to my TED talk
1: it was interesting like he was talking about like in his blog post about like how as an author as a writer like he needs to just be cut off from everything to write a book that's why he has to go to like this far away mountain house and, like, yeah. just live an isolated hermit's life. Like, can you relate to that as a writer? Like, is that, is that something you have to do?
0: You know what? I think it really is, like, trying to get away from the distractions. I agree with that. And really any old thing. Just being, I think the computer is really hard because yeah. you've got the internet and you really need, like, some crappy internet. You know, you tried a little <laughs> web page, and it's not going to work, so you're like, fine. I guess the only thing I have to do is write fine he a i'll use it I <laughs> <Yeah>. guess. <laughs> i mean yeah that makes sense to me like if he really needs those conditions to just buckle down and get all the distractions out of the way i completely get that
1: you're talking about like he bought the house across from his house earlier in life to make like his writing house like he was Dude. like he, he 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 couldn't be in his house right he had to go somewhere else and now he had to buy like a cabin up In the Rockies yeah, or whatever, yeah. to go and be alone, long
0: right? Well, it's, I don't
1: know. I find a closed door is enough for me, but
0: can I? Everyone's well, well, different. I don't know, Dan. Can we request a house in Malibu just so we're far away from everyone? Yeah, up at the totally beach, can. we can then we'll be so productive. I think that'll work. We need, to oh, do. yeah,
1: that should work just fine. We'll <laughs> definitely get more work done over on Tropical Paradise, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and as Richard chimes in, if the NFL season gets kind get of might focus more. Oh, it's very true. And oh, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah Weymus is in the chat, a former WIC writer. How you doing, Sarah? Come back and write for us some more. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So it's not the only Game of Thrones news that we're going to hit today because, as Julie says, he's put it in the too hard basket now. That's interesting. To- that's an interesting comment, right? Like, yeah. if you think of something that's too hard to write, it becomes too hard to write. It's kind Ooh. of a sense of getting from that. Um, anywho, in other Game of Thrones news, we got some casting news about uh, Amazon's The Wheel of Time show, which is, I think right now, like the biggest kind of fantasy property on the horizon, other than House mm-hmm. of the Dragon. It's like The Wheel of Time is this big giant fantasy story, 14 books long. I'm reading it now on the third book. It's taken a while. Delicious. um it's so huge it's very influential and it's never been made into like really like a, a tv show or movie or anything and amazon is doing it and they just cast uh, a game of thrones veteran kay alexander who played leaf the children of the forest remember her like the elf people who helped bran oh, out yeah. in, the, in oh, sixth season.
0: yeah <laughs> you cannot forget <laughs> that i love the costume though, or the the makeup i don't know what you would call oh, the makeup it, yeah it's pretty cool
1: like, they cast her as a character named Min, who was a very important, who was an important character in all the Time. She's like, um, I don't know, she's a, a woman who has, like, a precognitive gift going on. Okay. It's fantasy. It's, it's what's happening. I only three books. So I, don't, I don't know what she's doing um, too much, but she's, she's a good character, and she's an important character. She's in there a lot. So good for K. Alexander. Yeah. You can get out of all that makeup and just, like, act yeah. as a person. Yeah. <laughs> Your Oscar chances go way up. That's true. Um, they also cast an, a woman who was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Actress to play, or I'm, I'm sorry, Best Supporting Actress uh, to play another role, the leader of the Aes Sedai, which, I mean, you know, they're clearly going for it, right?
0: Yeah. They
1: got Rosamund Pike as Moiraine. She's an Academy Award nominee. They have a second Academy Award nominee. They got Game of Thrones veterans. The hype for the show is building. Mia, as mm-hmm. someone who hasn't really read The Wheel of Time, and as audience, if you've read it, if you haven't, how excited are you to watch a big, potentially huge, new fantasy sprawling series?
0: You know, I, I think I would like to see more on it because right now it really is—you've just got the books' word to go off of it. Even maybe some concept art, or oh, sure. I guess we do—we do have a little uh, behind-the-scenes peak coming up. I think oh, I, I, I need—I need a little bit, a little bit more to. to Get me grounded into this world. It doesn't. I mean, like, hey, if you've got what fourteen some books, I'm sure there's more than enough to make a TV series or whatever you need out of it. But I, I think I, per, I personally need to see a little bit more just about what it's about. Who are these characters? Sure. What's going on in this world?
1: Like et cetera, right so. now, I think they've done a great job of, of firing up the fans because. They keep yeah. announcing these casting things on Twitter like every Wednesday. And the fans, are, it's uh-huh. always like a new thing of like, oh, they catch this role. Oh, they catch that role. If you don't know who they are, you know, you're like, who? But if yeah. you are already a fan, like they've done a great job of like getting fan support a bubbling.
0: That's awesome, we, yeah.
1: We had one uh, person ask, AYK, um, how the Wheel of Time compares to Song of Ice and Fire. I mean, let me just tell you this. So we were yeah. talking earlier about how the answer dragons is all about like these morally great characters. No one really comes off as good. The Wheel of Time is more like Star Wars. The Wheel of Time is definitely mm-hmm. more like you have your heroes and they are fighting a guy who is literally called the Dark One. Like there, there's <laughs> he's pure evil. There's no ambiguity here. The Wheel of Time is much more of a good versus evil story, um, although it is as long as a more complicated. <laughs> nobody's good or bad type of story yeah um does that prospect does that make it like less or more interesting to you
0: Ooh, you know what i don't really know because you said if it's like star wars where it's, it's clearly defined
1: like there are there there are good guys and there are bad guys
0: okay unlike
1: the dance of the dragons where like everyone is sort of a mess
0: Right. I mean, that's more of a familiar concept for sure, at least for me. So, yeah, I think that that gives it maybe a, a half a point more, you know?
1: <laughs> sure, I can share. And yeah, again, and uh, Julie agrees that it's definitely something to look forward to. She's in book yeah. four. Awesome. I will be there soon, Julie. And Ismail asks, are we expecting a premiere 2021 for Dance of the Dragons? I would say no. I'm going to go ahead and say 2022. If they're shooting 2021 and there's a lot of, uh, you know, it, it's pretty complicated stuff. It, it's, it's probably not gonna be until 2022. We talk about dragon battles, you know, you know how long it takes to animate a lot. We also have a really quick look behind the scenes of the Wheel of Time. Uh, this is a leak, a good old fashioned um, uh, onset leak. I love these from Game of Thrones days. The children of the light who are kind of a paramilitary organization Mm-hmm. We got some look at their uniforms. Their faces are blurred out there. That's not what they really look like. Uh, I think the <laughs> the place that posted the, the daily Trollic kind of said all the faces. They're so just like that's part of the uniforms. Looking good.
0: Yeah.
1: They're, they they look nice. There are some fans who were like, where's their armor? Because they have like a military organization. But eh, I want to know, whatever. I can see more of that. This
0: one guy has like a military arm. It looks like they do have one, like a little thing. In yeah, they all, have, like, <laughs> they all have like
1: shoulders. They all have like stuff on their shoulders and that's about Toga
0: it. Or... <laughs>
1: one quick second. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Only One quick second.
0: Yes. got more comments rolling
1: in. Yes, you guys are being wonderful today. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with y'all. Um, okay, so I talked a lot about House of the Dragon. Talked about Wheel of Time. Any of you guys got questions for us? Feel free to keep it rolling in. Um, there's a lot of talk from me, Mia. What do you think? Shifting gears again, about the prospect of a new. Star Wars holiday special
0: coming oh, to Disney+. Man. Plus. Yeah, the ball's in my court now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, God.
1: I'm going to drink this water.
0: Please so do while I go myself. ramble on. So, Disney Plus announced that they are getting a new Star Wars special. Here's the cat. Well, we all know the hmm, very interesting, controversial previous Star Wars holiday special from George Lucas came out in the, gosh, the 70s or 80s, around that time, right? Game yeah. was all there. But it was a complete disaster. I don't know what it was. It was music videos. It was weird sketches. It had, you know, something it's to do It's with- also a
1: bit of a cult classic, though.
0: It has become a cult classic, uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah, the, for other reasons. And yeah, so what's going on now is that they're going to do another holiday special. This one is going to be completely Lego. So this will be the Lego Star Wars holiday special as you can see we've got things. do you
1: think that's a letdown yeah
0: <laughs> you know yeah, hmm. yes Because
1: i kind of did when i heard it
0: no yeah when i saw a holiday special I was like oh that's really cool and then they're like but it's gonna be lego and interestingly enough i actually do kind of like the brand that lego puts forward they have a really yeah. interesting sense of humor about them to where it, like, I mean, Lego Movie was obviously really good. Yeah, and um, playing the, the Lego Star Wars games, those were like the OG Star Wars video games or Lego video games. Uh was really well done. They were no voices. You had to do it all through, like, comedy, uh, like physical comedy and stuff like that. Hmm. I'm getting ahead of myself. But, yeah, Holiday Special was just Legos. I think you're just going to have to take what you can get <laughs> at this point. <laughs>
1: sure. I yes. mean, that's true to us that can, like, you know, I mean, it'd be nice to have everyone back for a live show, but Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's much safer to do something
0: like this. Yeah. To me, it seems a little too, maybe not a little too soon to do a holiday special. Maybe we do need some breathing time or like some actual time to build up hype for it. I'm sure people would love it if they really, you know, promote the mess out of it. Uh, But yeah, so it's revolving around this holiday. They call it life day. You know, they don't really have Christmas or whatever that is. They did make fun of it, really, I believe in the first episode of The Mandalorian, yeah. uh, where they, they drop like a little Easter egg. It's like, oh, I got to go celebrate Life Day or something like that. I don't know.
1: John Favreau loves the holiday special. Yeah. The guy who runs the Mandalorian, like, yeah. he said like, <laughs> I want to make another one. And he's like, like you, you it, it happened. Like, yeah. kudos, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think, and you know what? I feel like if they did, and maybe this is a personal opinion, I think they would have to keep it just as cheesy As the first, one, if you try to do a serious one, I'm turning it off. I never want to see it ever again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that really work. So, Um, yeah. yeah, I don't,
0: I'll say my last thought. I don't know if this will be something where, you know, all the adults will be watching. They'll probably just put it on for their kids, let it run in the background, let it loop maybe five couple of times. And that'll be that. It probably won't make a huge mark, but it's something to have i think
1: the voice actors or like the actors to at least voice the characters from like their home yeah. studios whatever that'd be yeah. fun to get uh, john boyega and disney ridley yeah. back in there or something
0: adam driver never for some reason i was thinking back to like the battlefront game the disney ride that they have for some reason it's like he's all he only wants to do the movies and then he's like that's where i draw the line hmm. come on adam driver you have time i know you do
1: they're to, to sign that. So, I mean, everyone has time now. We all know that. You're not fooling yeah. anybody. Like, oh, well, what are you doing? Yeah. So. <laughs> Get in the booth.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested to watch.
1: It's like coming out in like what, November?
0: Sometime, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was November. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. And finally, Mia, um, what are we watching? I know that mm-hmm. you, because you have a podcast oh. called Lovecraft Country Chronicles. That's right. right? Yeah are watching the new HBO horror drama series Lovecraft Country which had its series premiere remember the title i don't
0: sundown sundown episode yeah
1: this sunday i watched it you watched it mia what yeah. did you think of the series premiere of lovecraft country
0: yeah i can finally reveal a little a couple of spoilers that i've been hanging on to uh, this one was really exciting. It was thrilling. I was live tweeting it from our fan-sided entertainment account. I got a viral tweet. A lot Ooh, of people liked one? it and retweeted it. I posted something where it was like the three actors were all like bloodied and battered. And I said, uh, sur- the, the mood after surviving 2020. <laughs> and it's got like, it, it, it got a lot of retweets. So I'm happy that some people enjoy my humor um there it is it's yeah.
1: always fun to take down 2020 because it 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 deserves it
0: <laughs> you know what i'm gonna just so everyone can see this tweet i want as much publicity on it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but no no no. it was really it was exciting people were really engaged with the show because there was a lot to set up in this episode right you've got mm-hmm. atticus you're learning about his uh, uncle george You're learning about letitia but they also went out and they had monsters in this first episode. There are these terrifying things with bug eyes everywhere and, and terrorizing and biting heads and all that. I don't want to give too much away sure. if you haven't seen it yet. But they really made sure they drew you in and even left you on a cliffhanger as well because he's trying to find his dad. He still has found his dad. He comes to this mysterious house and it's like, what's going to happen next? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it started really, really fast. I was surprised how quickly it kind of got off the ground, you know? Like, um, it, like, immediately, like, you meet the characters, they go on a road trip, they have a couple of stops on the road trip, they mix together kind of the intense Jim Crow racial horror with the Lovecraftian um, terrifying monster horror. There were, like, there's at least one car chase in this episode, which (laughs) was one of the better scenes and then another, and then another car chase where they're being slowly kind of followed out of town by the sheriff. Yeah. There are two car chases in this yeah. premiere and then a giant monster, um, you know, attack. Like they were not messing around. Like they, they gave no. you a lot. I almost wish they would have slowed down a bit and like spent more time in like the first half kind of like building up the characters a little bit. What do you think of that?
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting to me too, because it's it, this, Hmm, what I want to say, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out compared to the book, how far they are going to progress, because they really shot through the first chapter of the book in that one episode, maybe this coming up in the second episode as well. So I think they might be trying to really progress into the book. And that's why they didn't spend sure. as much time on that little arc, which in the book is a lot of time on that first chapter. So, really, yeah, I'm. I'm a little, I was a little bit on the fence to see that maybe things weren't slowed down and as zoomed in as it could have been. But for real, there's so much ground to cover that you're going to see like each episode is going to be, you know, another big bite to snack on.
1: AYK says on YouTube, for real on YouTube too, should I know that? But it reminds me a bit of GOT with how fast it kicked in. I mean, I thought GOT was a bit slower. Like GOT ended with Bran being tossed out the window which is like one of the best premiere endings I can ever remember, by the way. Like, I'm watching what happens next after that. Yeah. Um, Like, this show definitely kicks in. I I still could use a bit more buildup, but I definitely Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. Like, I think my favorite bits were the kind of um, intense action-y set piece sequences. They were just so well done and so
0: tense Mm -hmm. and so fun. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that to kind of be my favorite aspect either. And I'll say like the horror stuff... (laughs) I love this show, but I, I'm i like, I only have so much tolerance for horror. So as much as I would love to award that as my favorite moments, I think you're right. The more I'm more of an action person, so the more action I see, sure. you know, it's high octane, all that stuff. That's what I like to see.
1: As Julie says, I like it, except for the silly monsters, which is an interesting topic. And sorry, Mia, silly monsters that I know don't really exist, do nothing for me personally. <laughs> Even the White Walkers, my least favorite part of GOT. I mean, yeah, that, that's going to be... Yeah probably tricky because I mean the, the, the whole conceit of the show is you're using monsters as like a metaphor or extension of the real problems, mm-hmm. which I mean, from the start, I did think it was a little odd. Like, okay. I've been joining the show because I mean, it, mm-hmm. my thoughts are a a jumble clearly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the monsters are the show. Like it definitely that, like that is the part of the reason the show is going to be going on. Um, I enjoyed them a lot. I do think there probably is a show that doesn't exist out there where you could just do a really intense drama set, like with these characters in this time examining issues that doesn't involve flesh eating monsters. But I mean, that's not the show. This show, like, is part, like, period drama and part, like, completely gonzo, off the wall, phantasmagoric uh monster fest mm-hmm. and i've been enjoying both and i've almost been enjoying the fantastic work monster fest more
0: Ooh. yeah it's like i'm saying because i'm like really going deep into this right i don't know if i can say i'm getting an appreciation for monsters but certainly acquiring this appreciation for the genre i think sure um yeah. Like I, I, this wouldn't be like my, like if this were a movie and it's, you know, monster mash movie might not have been my first choice, but again, I think it is because you've got so many of these elements going on. I mean, just to also think, you know, it's a predominantly black cast. It's yeah. a, you know, interesting story. They're playing with all these sorts of things that are, you know, you've seen with the works Jordan Peele is working on. So I think that's more the appeal to me. The monsters are a little bit secondary, but at least I hope for the people who like horror, it's something that is entertaining to them and pretty interesting. It gets a lot more interesting than, you know, just this first episode. So there's a lot more in store as far as that.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't lack for ideas. As high key as is more horror than action or vice versa. I think you just kind of answered that. Yeah, um, it, it varies it up. It's definitely worth watching because it is, mm-hmm. I love ambitious shows that try to do something interesting and this yeah. one definitely has stuff on its mind. So I'm going to keep watching. And finally, Mia, you wanted to call attention to um, something new coming to Netflix.
0: What was it? Yeah, it's called Enola Holmes. <laughs> it's got some familiar faces, too. So it stars Millie Bobby Brown. We know her as Eleven from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Um, over her shoulder, we've got Henry Cavill, Superman, Sam Claflin, who I only remember from The Hunger Games.
1: <laughs> That's what I remember from, too.
0: Yeah. And oh, so, you know what? No,
1: he was um, Emilia Clarke's... Um, paraplegic lover in and Me the, Before You, that romantic
0: yeah, comedy she did. Yeah, I think I wanted to watch that. And I know. But um so I am a huge Sherlock Holmes fan. And of course in this is She's a Holmes, she's a Holmes sister. So this is all based off of a novel um by this woman. I believe her name is Nancy. I can't Google it fast Nancy <laughs> Not Nancy Drew, but not Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Thanks, True. Google. <laughs> but it's all based off of a young adult novel where we've got a younger Holmes sister in this Henry Cavill plays Sherlock Holmes and then yeah. Sam plays Mycroft Holmes, the older brother. So it's it's kind of interesting to see, I'm thinking like, um, you know, the, the cursed net on Netflix, right? Seeing these uh-huh. traditionally male stories, these male adventures that we've known for a really long time now being taken um, from the point of view of a woman, young woman. Um, So, yeah, she's a young sleuth. She's going to solve the mystery of her mother's disappearance. And Netflix released like a little teaser trailer this week. They released some, you know, photographs as well to kind of get you pumped for it. And it's coming out in September. So I'm really excited. I just wanted to get excited about that. (laughs) Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, i I I'd watch that. I, I kind of feel like this was a project that like the Netflix president just like picked up a phone and like, what Netflix stars we got? Henry Cavill, Witcher, great. Remember, Brown, <laughs> Stitcher's thing's great. Get on it. Let's get him on a call together, put them on a show, which I'm fine with <laughs> as long as it's good. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. We all need um, content, especially in the quarantine times.
0: I want to give credit where credit's due to the author. So the books are from Nancy Springer. Okay. Okay, Nancy Springer so yeah there's i believe like maybe six books total in this series so there's plenty oh. to read if if you know young adult novels are your thing well, that's cool so to it could be a series maybe yeah yeah it so it looks off. like this one is adapting the first book and millie bobby brown i'm sure they might want to do a couple more
1: yes if, if, <laughs> if, if, if they can if they can match her feet yeah i and lisa both seem into it as well so good on that mm-hmm. mia audience any other thoughts about anything what are y'all watching what are y'all looking forward to thoughts about the house of the dragon about wheel of time about star wars christmas anything at all before we sign off for the week
0: well i'll ramble on just in case some more comments come through i watched project power yesterday as well on netflix that? that was not too bad i think i kind of liked it a bit more than old guard this one had to me a lot more interesting action to it it's that thing where it's jamie foxx and he's Uh kind of like this guy who finds out there's a pill where if you take it you can get superpowers for five minutes you never know what superpower you're going to get when you take it or you might die if you take it and explode and joseph gordon levitt is i love joseph gordon levitt so much so everyone does (laughs) i think i was happy to see him in there too so it's pretty uh interesting Not your typical superhero, Marvel, DC, fair, a little more street level. So like Defenders, kind of like Defenders, but with more flashiness and more things going on.
1: I like how so many things right now are like taking, okay, it's a superhero story, but this. Mm -hmm. Like the Umbrella Academy is superhero story, but they're all dysfunctional and they're kind of a mess. And like the old guard is superhero story, but it's kind of like they're also immortals this is another little twist like the, the, there, there are so many variations of superheroes out there right now which does show that i mean like it's easy to think that with so many movies from marvel and dc the market's flooded but really there's like a lot of variety in this area that it doesn't even seem like we're close to to, oh, to yeah, fund yeah. it all yet
0: well i need to go around
1: before we go high did ask uh if we'd seen The Alienist. I have not, Mia. No, the I not either. One for the list. Lisa loved Cursed. And uh, Julie is into Singapore Grip and Beachum House. I will look both those up. I have not heard of those, but I will soon.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Good show. This is fun. Thanks for watching, everybody. Mia, thanks for chatting with me. And we'll be back <laughs> next week for more Game of Thrones news, more fantasy and sci-fi talk. And um, I think the Wick club this month, we're going to give away uh, the A Song of Ice and Fire calendar of 2021. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't become a part of that yet, this might be a good time to check it out. And I'm going to talk slower so I can get a link and slowly write Cheer it, it out in to
0: everyone.
1: here if you're interested. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next Wednesday, at 4 p.m. Central Center time, right here on the Women's Grand Facebook page. Goodbye. Have a delightful weekend.
0: Bye.